0: Welcome to the Community Exchange in Africa podcast. I'm your host, Agnes Muvani. This podcast is for builders of online communities who are looking to grow their community and build a brighter future for Africa. I host conversations with masters of communities and thought leaders who share their stories and insights on how to start a community from the ground up and grow while building strong connections and a strong sense of belonging. In this episode, I will walk you through how to find your founding members and build a community from scratch. To start off, I think it's important to define What we mean when we say community? What is community? In this digital age that we live in, community can be defined as an online home where you bring people together to connect with each other around a common purpose. Community can also be a list of people who you consider to be your tribe, and you have something to offer them that is of value in helping them solve a problem. In many conversations that I have, whether it's with startup founders, product builders, or marketing professionals, the word community comes up pretty frequently. Why is community a buzzword these days? This is a topic that we'll dive deeper into during the next set of episodes. From a business standpoint, I like what Patrick Woods, the founder of Obit, a community experience platform, says. In his words, he says that in a world where software is no longer sold but adopted, we need a model that moves beyond the sales funnel which is great for measuring linear or binary processes. For example, measuring whether there is a purchase or a product or service sold or not sold to a model that measures adoption and analyzes the value creation as you move people further along and into the funnel. We are seeing startups in Africa integrating a go-to community strategy in their models, from Nairobi Garage, a co-working space that uses Slack to connect its members, to Wowzy, a platform that drives up the return on investment for brands leveraging social media influence. So let's jump into our core subject for today. How do you go about creating a community from scratch? In my case, I like to start off with lesson one, which is asking yourself the following question. What is it that, what is that one thing that you are curious enough about, or you're willing to lean in, learn, roll up your sleeves, and grow to solve it? This is a question that is not often asked, but is a core part of our intrinsic motivations. Some of the questions to ask yourself are, what problems frustrate or compel you enough to get you out of bed and do something to make a meaningful difference? Do you have the staying power to soldier on through the rough patches? Your ability to battle the storms or the struggle gives insight into the things you really care about. Now, I made this mistake several years ago when I first started growing my audience, I focused on a topic or theme that I did not have the interest to continue building and growing my skills in that area. And in a few weeks after spending a lot of time and energy to create the content and a product that I shipped out, I realized that I was not really excited about solving this problem and was not willing to push myself Um, to continue building the product. Discovering your purpose or that thing that is bigger than you generates sustained joy and fulfillment in our lives that keeps us pushing forward in spite of the challenges we may encounter. Coupled together, these capabilities inspire success and promote effective execution with agility. All right, so let's move on to lesson two. Who is your core customer? Think of a real person in your life facing the challenge your community will address. Think of a previous customer or friend you helped or acquaintance you gave advice to or someone you follow online who you know can benefit from your help. Begin to write down this person's name, age, where she lives, her occupation, Now think about what this person wants to do and what is holding her back. In my case, when I built a thriving network that's been running for the past seven years, the person I wanted to help out first was me. I started with the problem I was currently facing in my life at the time. I felt stuck in my career and I wanted to move from feeling stuck to getting clarity and building a life that aligned with my passion and purpose. Because I knew myself pretty well, and I knew what struggles and challenges I was facing, it was simple to put together a profile of customer, just like me, that I wanted to help. And what I did was I put together that customer profile then proceeded to find and attract other women like me. When I first started out, we, I connected with other women who were in the same age bracket as I was, who were living in the same city and were experiencing similar frustrations in the world of work. And in a few weeks, we co-founded a circle of like-minded women and built the momentum around this common goal of moving up the career ladder. Now let's move on to lesson three. Once you've clearly established who your core members are, then your next step is to figure out what are your community's needs and how do you intend to help them solve it? To give some examples, it could be that your members want to be more accountable or they want to learn new skills with other people in a mentored environment, or they do not want to feel alone when doing hard things or when going through a tough time in their life. Once you have defined these needs, lesson four is to determine what are two to three things you can do to add value for your core members. Your goal here is to experiment, test out ideas and iterate and improve on those ideas and see if this is something that your your member community will sign up for and eventually pay for. For example, it could be that the way in which you add value for your core members is setting up a learning group or an accountability group and you can run event sessions or meetup sessions with experts or in an environment where your members can be able to ask questions and find the answers that they are looking for. Once you've run one to two things, lesson five, is about evaluating your success. You want to be able to put together a metrics framework or a reporting framework that helps you to evaluate and measure your level of engagement. How many new members have you signed up? How many of them are active? What percentage of people have reported back that they've found the answers they were looking for? Get feedback from your core members to determine what is working and what can be improved on. Well, that's the end of the five-step process. To summarize, these are the steps to take to grow your community from scratch. Lesson one, find a thing that you are curious enough about or you are willing to lean in, learn, and grow to solve it. Lesson two, familiarize yourself with the person you want to help. Lesson three, find out the needs of your community that will help them move from point A to point B. Lesson four, determine what are those one to two things that you can implement to help your community members move further along in solving their problems. And finally, lesson five, Put the right reporting framework to measure your engagement strategy and evaluate if it's working. I hope you found this valuable. Tune in next time to the Community Exchange podcast. We have a special guest, Johnny Fowler, who will be speaking about how Walsy, one of the fastest growing startups in the creator economy in Kenya, is using community to grow their business. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Community Exchange Podcast. Subscribe or follow now on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And please share with a friend who needs to hear this. You can connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter using my handle, Agnes Mavani. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you and your community.